double again. I want to see a triple doink. It might happen. Doink. Double doink. Double doink. Double doink. Triple doink. Quadruple doink. 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 Double doink right there. Doink. Doink. A double doink. Double doinker. Dicker the kicker. Triple doinks it in. Doink. 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 Double doinks and sackles. Teaching you how to football. Can you teach me how to football? I don't know, man. Maybe. I'm, I'm trying. trying to. Keep trying. We're Eventually we'll it. get there. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, here we are. Week 12 has just ended. Uh, we're looking ahead to week 13, but we're going to go over little recaps of our the previous week. We'll start off with Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? It was delightful. I had some food. I watched some football. I hung out with some great people. Couldn't have asked for anything else. How was your guys' Thanksgiving? It's pretty solid. Uh, you know, smoked a turkey to take over your house. We had two full turkeys over there, a 16-pounder and a 20-pound turkey. So, Not that anyone's t- counting. A lot of turkey to be shared out. It was it was a great time. Lots good of food, food comas, yeah. trip to fan. Good food, trip good to friends, to good football. The football. Good football. Yeah. Maybe. We'll let Fernando take this Maybe one like half of it. Half of it. I mean, there's not much to say on the Thanksgiving day. Two of them, at least. I mean, the Cowboys destroyed the Commies. Niners, like, destroyed the Seahawks. Were you aware that the Cowboys have not been, uh, like, under at home so far this season? I've heard, yes. I did hear all Were you aware that the Cowboys have won by, like, 20-plus points at home this season? I have heard that. Oh, we've all heard that stat. So we're done with it. Are you Fine. aware that they yeah, uh, yeah. face really bad teams for the wins? Well, yes, we're aware of that. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, you know, wait till the – we'll see. That Eagles-Cowboys game in Dallas will be something in, when that comes up. Uh, then we had our Black Friday game, which was another garbage game. Dolphins completely destroyed the Jets. Uh, but the one game, we had an upset. The Packers – Taking it to the Lions. Now, I'm not going to lie. I overslept and I missed the first half of this game. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, the Lions were... Uh, There's a couple mo- things I noticed. If they would have just kicked some field goals instead of constantly going for it on fourth down. I mean, I counted at least three field goals. They lost by seven. That's nine points. I'm just saying we're looking at a completely different game. If the Lions are just a little more uh, conservative there and like just take the points while you got them instead of... I mean, you the, pa- know. the Packers are up twenty to six at the end of the first quarter. The Packers came out hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, the Lions could have relegated themselves to some egos here and there, but that's not the Lions' way. That's not what they've done to get to the point that they're at right now. But maybe that Cinderella story is starting to come to an end. Maybe uh, it's starting to turn twelve o'clock, and that chariot is starting to turn into a pumpkin. I called it. I'm the only one that called it last week. But I do not believe in the That's Lions correct. yet, man. I'm telling you. I just don't believe in the Lions yet. Maybe it was a short week. That's why they... It was a short floundered. week for everybody. Yeah. I I mean, Green Bay showed up this game. I mean, you had another love three touchdown game. Uh, you know, he was able to pull it together. Their running game still doesn't look that hot. He wasn't able to run the ball as much as they, they wanted to, I'm sure. Uh, but... I don't know. Detroit just couldn't compete. And like Fernando said, if they would have just taken some time instead of going for it, maybe put up a few more field goals, uh, they possibly could have won this game. But overall, I think the uh, the Detroit's offense looked pretty good. Golf had two TDs over 300 yards. Montgomery got a touchdown, 71 yards. St. Brown was in the mix with almost 100 yards. So you can't really hate on them too much. They showed up. I think Green Bay just outplayed them. They sure did. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, your Thanksgiving Day's games. Uh, a little quick recap for you there. Looking into some Sunday games. Uh, possibly the game, well, that Bills Eagles. But for the early games, uh, game of the early games, the best one was definitely Jacksonville at Houston. Um, a three-point win for the Jaguars. Ah, the was it, a 59-yarder that bounced off the crossbar? That could have sent the game to overtime. Uh, Travis, you know more about this game than the rest of us. What do you got? What do you think about that? I mean, I told you last week if the Jaguars don't turn over the ball, they're going to win this game. Uh, they they held on to the ball this game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked incredible. Uh, he continues to have these moments where he looks like he could be like the number one pick overall in the draft, and he's like the best quarterback in the league. 
and then he has moments where he's not. And the Jaguars kind of live and die by this moment. Uh, he was fantastic this game, 363 yards, uh, one touchdown, one interception. The interceptions would have brought him back uh, in this game by this point. Uh, C.J. Stroud is the truth. Um, it's the first game I really like watched him like play for play. Uh, that kid is a baller, man. Uh, he led the Texans in both rushing yards and obviously passing yards by that point. Um, Jaguars had this game. It was never really a moment. Play calling comes down to with like Press Taylor and some bad play calling. They were first and uh, second and goal, I think. Uh, first and goal uh, with one second left after Christian Kirk made an amazing catch down the sideline. Uh, and instead of just letting Trevor Lawrence take the ball up the middle, they decided to chip it out to the outside. They missed it at the end of the first half. They left seven points on the board right there. Um, Press Taylor needs to be fired. He's a terrible offense coordinator by this point. But don't get me wrong. Jaguars showed up. They beat a good team. They're they're my dark horse right now in the AFC, and that's not even like from like a like a fan's perspective by this point. Uh, they they are hundred percent my dark horse in the AFC right now. I think you gotta give it up to uh, Ridley this game. I think he finally showed up one game. He had that great catch in the end zone. Uh, he went up for it, brought it down. Uh, you know, he got some points on the board. Almost ninety yards, five receptions with a TD. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence did turn it over once. Uh, C.J. Stroud did what he could do. Two touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Hit, he killed out Nico Collins. That guy went off. But it was a Jaguars game, man. They showed up, showed out, won it. I still believe if this game goes to overtime, if they make that kick, I still believe the Jaguars win this game. They, they had this game. Allegedly. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, the Texans were looking good in the fourth. Uh, I think they were trying to put it on the Jaguars, and that was just a yard short on that field goal. So it, it would have been a tough overtime, but didn't have to go there. So good for the Jags. All right, another one. Uh, just Falcon Saints. Um, I enjoyed watching this game. Bijan Robinson did score two touchdowns. I believe that was my hot take. Hot take was week. true. Uh, definitely helped out my fantasy team for the week. Uh, other games, I mean, Steelers, Bengals, a very another. I mean, we knew it was going to be a sloppy, sloppy AFC North game. Uh, Steelers coming out on top. I thought the Bengals could put a little more fight, but yeah, with no Joe Burrow, I got no faith in the, like the Bengals the rest of this year. I felt like the Steelers played without like being chained by like Matt Canada's offensive play calling in this game. Oh, and then you had. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh's yeah. receiver who uh, did not make any effort on a uh, lost fumble. He, well, he pretty much just thought the play was over and looked like he was just walking away. Cincinnati recovered it. Uh, Deontay Johnson, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, yeah, not the uh, not the best of games for uh I mean, the one Deontay. game I, I touched on that we kind of like skipped over on this point was going to be the uh, Giants-Patriots for this point. It's, uh, uh, yeah, it, was a, it was a terrible game. However, Tommy DeVito... The son of It's Always Sunny. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the images of his family in the stands uh, watching his first game at Medline Stadium. He still lives with his mama. But that was the most, yeah, you can't see the hand moments by this point, but that was the most like Italian thing. Or you know the emoji, life. the Italian emoji. Um, with the, yeah. Let's just say right now, he's got four, games, four games in him, right? Four games in him. Uh, this was his first home game. That man has 697 yards, seven TDs, Three interceptions. In four games? In four games. So he's averaging under 200 yards a game and right around two touchdowns. Is he the next Brock Purdy? He's the next. I'm going to say no. Well, you don't know. He might be the next. I mean, his dad's a penguin by this point. Next (laughs) Tyrod Taylor? (laughs) I wouldn't even go that good. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) the rest of the morning games are kind of just blah. We didn't really watch any of the other ones. Uh, some of the afternoon games, man, the Broncos. the Broncos. Granted, they were going up against their third, the third string quarterback for the Browns, but the Browns have been finding ways to win games uh, without, you know, uh, what's his nuts and uh, PJ Walker. PJ Walker. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Broncos defense looked good. I mean, Russell Wilt, like they put up twenty nine points against a really good Browns uh, defense. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, I, I mean. They won it. Uh, did they look great? Probably not. I mean, they were. I, they looked decent against like a pretty decent defense. You know, like the Browns' defense is nothing to scoff at. 
But Wilson only had a 30, uh, 134 yards. You know, it wasn't like he was out there slinging the ball or anything. You know, they got Sutton involved. He had 61 yards, you know. Like, again, they're on a winning streak. I'll give them that. But is that sustainable? I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. The Broncos played 85% of this game not so great. And then like my last 15%, they did just enough to eke out the win. Eke out, they won by yeah, 17. Their, their defense had three takeaways the entire game by this point. Like, I mean, the offense didn't like Like, once much, again, yeah. the offense doesn't, like, the Broncos, we, we talked about last week, the Broncos... They're not a good team, but they're better than Pittsburgh, in my opinion. Um, but they they got three takeaways. They're doing what they have to do to put their offense in the position to be able to win a game. That's what they're doing right now. So, yeah, I mean, Serge Broncos Serge, and you know, I, I think they're looking pretty good this week, too. Let's ride. Uh, game, well, game of the week, but maybe the game of the year? I don't know. That's oh. Eagles. I'm just throwing it out there. Eagles-Bills game. Um, I really felt bad for the Bills. I was like, I I was cheering for them hardcore in that game. I thought they got it, and then um, like just that that play, the throw to uh, Game Game Davis. Uh, he went one way. Josh Allen threw on the other side. Like that would have been the game winning touchdown in overtime. Could have ended it right there. Instead, they had to settle for the field goal, and then. You know, at that point, too, your defense is, like, exhausted from already playing a full game. And then the Eagles just go out and just drive it down their throats. It was a heartbreaking loss for the Bills. Another another close one for the Eagles. What are they, 10-1 and one now? They're only losses to the Jets. My, uh, I keep forgetting that. My, yeah. biggest, my biggest takeaway from this entire game is I think Josh Allen had one of his best games of his entire career. Uh, that man played lights out. That game. I mean, he had the one interception. wasn't his fault by that point. Um, four touchdowns in the entire game. Uh, he kept the Bills in that game with all the questions surrounding him on his turnovers and his 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 judgment and everything like that. Josh Allen fought back in this game. Uh, the defense let up. It was, it, man, uh, there were some questionable calls in this game. I'm just going to say it right now. That horse call tackle on Josh Allen uh, that didn't get called was one of the most BS things I've seen uh, this season so far. It was one of the most obvious horse call tackles. And you have two referees looking right at the play on it, and they didn't call it against it. And I think the Bills got called on a holding call on that play instead. So they got moved back another 10 yards. No, I think it was um, intentional grounding. On intentional it. grounding, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. yeah. And even then, there was a receiver within the, yeah. the, the vicinity of it by that point. It was the most ridiculous call I've seen. If the fix is in, the fix is in. I'm, I'm here now. I'm, I'm on your side for all of our three listeners. I'm on your side now. I believe that the fix exists and the fix is in. I'm out, man. I'm out. Yeah, I, I think Allen, I think you're right. I think Allen showed up. He had a really good game. Again, I think one of the biggest problems with Allen is when he gets outside of the pocket and try to make something happen, besides him running the ball, he has issues. Like, he has issues. He, he He's not – I think he should stay in the pocket more because as soon as he gets outside of the pocket, he gets a little off. The ball's not quite there. He doesn't have the precision. Like, he's just – He's not a scrambling passer. But. but he was there this week. That's what I'm saying. Like, he made those plays this week. Rushing. I will give you that rushing. on every other week by this point. But When we but, was outside of the pocket but what running I'm saying, the ball, though, like, like we're, we're one We're one horse-collar tackle away from the, the Bills winning this game. I'm just saying, he was 29 for 51. So, again, I think most of those like incomplete passes came from when he got outside of the pocket and tried to make something happen. I just don't see him as a scrambling quarterback. He just not he's not one of those guys. You don't want a six foot six, two hundred forty pound dude running the ball. Running the ball. Yeah, unless he's running the ball. Getting outside of the pocket trying to make passes. How many times has he made those plays though? Like and he hits Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs, like juice couple guys, and then that goes down. But a lot of happens. A lot of his turnovers come from those. I get it. I'm I'm with it, but that's not this game. That's what I'm saying. He played played a great game this week. I started the whole thing off agreeing with you. This was one of his better games of the season. His best game of the season. For sure. But again, I think a lot of the trouble came from when he got outside of the pocket and tried to make pass. Well, a lot of trouble came when the refs had the fix in <laughs> and didn't call 
a horse collar tackle and instead called intentional grounding against him and brought him back. That's where the that's where the that's where the problem was. I don't I don't get it. It was it was the most ridiculous thing. It's a bummer way to end such a great game. And you know I hope that I don't see this game again this year because that would mean the Bills made the playoffs, uh, Super Bowl, and the, the Eagles. And I wanted to see the Bills in Super Bowl. I'm just saying it's a bummer way to end this game. Agree. <sighs> bummer. I'm off. Bummer. bummer. Uh, let's cruise into uh, Sunday night football. Maybe yeah. other afternoon games. Do you want to talk to Chief Raiders? Maybe. I mean, what do we want to talk about? Chiefs. Handled them pretty. I mean, Raiders, Raiders got a, out. Raiders had a huge, had a good lead, and then they leave it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of the kind of game I expected. When they were up fourteen nothing. I was like, so much time because of what Josh Jacobs had the sixty some yard touchdown run to put them up fourteen nothing. Like that's that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I I pretty much knew this game would end the way it did. A two touchdown victory. Uh, Chiefs are Chiefs defense. They're kind of the strength, I think, of that team. Like the offense with their terrible receivers. Actually, the running game of the Chiefs right now is yeah. No, they had some. uh, Pacheco's going. Yeah. 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 What's his uh, my boy Isaiah Pacheco Pacheco. getting two touchdowns? Uh, I was digging that. Yeah, run the ball more. Like you don't have receivers. You got. I'm still going to say the best quarterback in the NFL, but you need to be able to throw the ball to somebody who is able to catch it. That's kind of how it works. I don't know, yeah. Rams took it to the Cardinals. That was one of my upset picks last week. Uh, The Sunday night game I thought was a weird one. Just Ravens Chargers. Um, I wasn't really interested. Like I watched it because it was on, but it's like, man, this game is... It was just weird. I don't know what it was about. It was just a weird game. I think I was expecting more offense. Uh... Chargers kind of got screwed on the opening drive. There should have been that late hit out of bounds uh, uh, with uh, Herbert. getting. He was a good yard out of bounds, and then uh, Charger guy retaliated after he got hit, and then he got the 15-yard penalty. So instead of, what, third and goal from the three, uh, it was third and goal from the 18, and uh, they had to settle for that uh, field goal, and they only got another touchdown after that. Yeah, it was BS. I mean, but at the end of the day, like, you watch the game. The play calling from the Chargers is just absolutely it terrible. Garbage. Um, I I don't know how Brandon Staley sells his job. I I felt as though like when Frank Reich went down from the Panthers, I felt as though like the dominoes would start falling for like the rest of the head coaches, and Brandon Staley was like the next guy down. Uh, like put Kellen Moore in charge. Uh, just like let him yeah. have the thing. The, the dude has definitely like been in head coaching conversations by this point. Do it. No one in the Chargers locker room believes in Brandon Staley at this point. No, I don't know uh, how it, it's over. But it's the Chargers. They keep people like North Turner for multiple seasons. They keep people like Mike McCoy for multiple seasons. That's They're playing the Patriots next week, so did. maybe they'll just eco win back. And Listen, get, get back good. Curses. I'm telling you right now, and I'm going to call it right now on this podcast. My biggest hottest take of the entire next year is the Chargers are just waiting for Bill Belichick to either get fired or resign. And they're going to pick up Bill Belichick for the Chargers. Call it. Dollar Bet says that does not happen. I'll take that bet right up. All right. I'm going to win Fernando on this. I would love to see it, but I just Bill Belichick will be the next happening. head coach. If Bill Belichick uh, is Los fired Angeles, or resigns, he is retiring. He's, he's done. He's done. He's done. But I would love to see that. Bill Belichick with the Chargers. We're not going to remember this bet either come uh, like this yeah. time next year. Yeah, you can write it down. You're going to save that yeah. paper for eight, nine three, months. Three dollars. Three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> But I agree with Fernando on this one. This was a weird game, man. There were some weird calls by the refs, some weird plays on both offense and defense. We were talking about this this one play that happened, I think it was in the fourth quarter, where a, uh, a lineman for Baltimore came up the gut. Yeah, linebacker. Wi- linebacker. Wide open shot on Herbert. Decides to turn left. And checks a lineman, and then goes after Herbert after he makes a play. I don't. It was it was weird. There's it all was the, weird, just weird, weird, weird shit happening. Weird game. Weird game. Speaking of, well, how about ugly game? I we didn't really watch that uh, Giants Patriots game, so that might have been the ugliest game of the week. But <coughs> Monday Night Football: the Vikings and the Bears. No, this is definitely the ugliest game of the week. All right. So this is just. I got a quick vent I want to talk about with. Head coach Kevin O'Connell. <clears throat> All right, he's done this mul- the last few weeks. Um, in the the Saints win that they had, they go up on a twenty-four to nothing lead at halftime. Dominate that first half. 
They come out. I think we got an opening drive field goal. Like, it's all going good. And then it just turns into conservative mode. Like, let's just kill the clock. It's like run, run on first and second down. You got third and eight. And then, you know, roll out, incomplete pass. Okay. And then the Saints get back in it, and they get within one score. Vikings held on the win. They did the same thing with Denver. Uh, we had the lead, like... There's a point we were in field goal range to go up by, the uh, what was it, five points at the time. It would have put us up by five. All right, forced Denver. Again, the defense plays good. But they kept running the ball to kill the clock, which wasn't going to kill the clock. It was going to leave the other team enough time. I don't like them like putting that pressure on the defense. The defense played a great game, but this is what they do every like, this season is give up points at the end which is why all their one-score games are not going their way this year like they did last year. And then in this fucking game, sorry, they have the ball. Justin Fields gets a second fumble. We recover it. They run the ball twice. Bears burn their last two timeouts. And then a quick little screen pass that gained another two yards. And then we punted back to them at the two-minute warning. Again, their defense played the Vikings. Daniil Hunter... Possibly defensive player of the year. He is playing out of his mind. It's arguable. Very arguable, but I'm just saying. Daniil Hunter Top is three. killing Top it out there. And then, I don't know, the Josh Dobbs honeymoon is seems to be over with because he uh, four interceptions. Uh, two of them weren't his fault, but uh, he frustrating. He one way too quick with Frust- too much zip. And Frust- he yeah, like yeah he looked like he was just amped up for that, for the primetime yeah. game. Like, said there's like probably three interceptions that probably yeah. weren't his fault in this game. Yeah, it was uh, It was the most frustrating my, game I've seen in a I, while. I agree with you to some extent. I, I'll give you that the Vikings defense played well, but the Bears offense was like calling like wide receiver screens. I don't think like Justin Fields had like a pass over five yards, or at least ten yards at least. Well, except uh, for the last one, the they entire put him in the, field range. the entire first half, uh, they just didn't they didn't throw the ball. So I mean, it was easy just to kind of like lock down and do that stuff. It's why the Bears should draft another quarterback coming up. Uh, but yeah, the, the last pass was obviously something. It was a good play that they ran, and and you guys failed on it. Yes, we yeah. did. I think. My biggest takeaway from this is I don't know if it was I don't know if it was the coaching staff or maybe it was just Dobby Dimes making this decision, but I didn't see him get out of the pocket as much as he did in the earlier games. Because when he did, he was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So run like use those legs like they're they've been great those first three games he played. And this game is like you're a pocket quarterback and like no he's not. I don't know if it was a coaching staff being like hey you know the plays now we need you to stay in the pocket we need you to make these plays happen. I don't know what happened there because if you give this man the ball and let him do what he what he does get outside of the pocket make plays happen that type of time that type of thing run away with the ball he's great but obviously he is not a great pocket quarterback no he's like, not a great pocket josh quarterback. allen rolling out dobby dimes roll him out and you know yeah. what if it's not there and you got you got space in front of you fucking take off you start exactly. running exactly get some exactly. yards like use the legs like and he's again i don't know who fought it is on this game in particular because i'm guessing it, the coaching staff like, cuz like four interceptions i think Dobbs taking too much time trying to read the defense he's also his pocket other. presence yeah. is also not very good it's at take either. Away too long. If you that's why you roll him out. If he doesn't have that pocket, if he doesn't have that timer set up on the right time when you're in the pocket and you realize you got to either get rid of the ball or run away, <coughs> let him run it. Like because I mean, there's a t- couple times when he tried to run, he waited too long and the defender was already there and he couldn't run away from him and he was able to sack him or force yeah. a fumble or whatever the hell they did. So yeah, I say like yeah. coaching. Need, I, I believe this mostly up the last two losses on the coaching staff. Because For the Vikings. you got to think, when he first came on, didn't know any of the plays, didn't know any of the players, he just knew he was a quarterback. If somebody's open, pass the ball. If not, he's going to run the ball. Someone posted something on a Viking yeah. chat. He's like, I like Josh Dobbs way better when he didn't know anything about the play. Exactly. Is he going to pass the ball? If they're not open, then I'm going to run. Go. Take off. Yeah. Ignorance just, is bliss. you oh you got to get back to that. That's who the guy is. That's how he plays, and that's how he scores points. Ugh. So. Get back to that. Such a gross game. All right, I think that's going to do it for the uh, first half here of uh, Double Doings and Sackles. We will be back with uh, our Week 13 picks right after this. 
let's take a break and listen to some commercials. So we done called the Marriott uh, up in Toronto to actually watch a game for the stadium. We were trying to watch the other, o- Oakland Athletics, the Las Vegas Athletics by this point, watch a game. We called them up. It's $1,394 just for one room. Chris? $1,394 for one room to watch one game. Now, there's rooms where you can't even see the game for $550. And the lady told us it'd probably make more sense just rent a room somewhere and come to the stadium. But you know what? That $1,300 don't sound that bad. It don't sound that bad. Listen, Marriott, pay for us to get a room. We will record our podcast up there for all of our three listeners. <laughs> if, you, if you want to hear a live recording from Toronto... On tape. On tape. I thought we can do it live. Uh, If you want to hear a live recording from the Toronto versus the Athletics game next August, feel free to start donating to our fund, which we are going to call Fund Me Toronto. (laughs) Fund Me Toronto. Fund Me to Toronto. So, all three of our listeners, hit up the Marriott. Make sure you fund us to Toronto. Fund me Toronto. And uh, we'll bring Papa with us because that gets us $160 off. So fund us to Toronto. Yeah, double noise and sackles. Double noise and sackles. Fund us to Toronto. We're back. We're back. Double doinks and sackles. TGF football. <laughs> Alright $1,300 Anyway Week 13 Picks uh, Here we go Starting off with Thursday night football We got the Seahawks At the Cowboys Cowboys are Nine and a half Point favorites In this game uh, I don't think This is going to be Close at all It's going to be A terrible Thursday night game Cowboys Completely destroy The Seahawks Maybe it might be interesting. Maybe like seeing the Cowboys and the Seahawks play each other, but definitely Cowboys win and cover this game. Yeah, I think that defense is a little too strong. I say Dallas is going to win this. Maybe Seattle has a few bright moments, but Dallas is going to take the win and cover nine and a half. Seattle has no bright moments. Cowboys win. (laughs) (laughs) Seattle is Uh, a winning team. Cowboys continue the streak of not losing at home. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dollar bets. No, I mean, like, like, even, like, in the points. Like, they will not be behind at any point <coughs> in this game. I believe you. Uh, Sunday, the morning games. We got start off with, uh, whew, this game. Colts at Titans. Colts coming off a nice win against the Bucks. Titans, uh, somehow beat the Panthers last week. Somehow. I don't know uh, if they did that. Only a one-point favorite for Indy. I don't know. I feel like Indy's going to win this game no problem. Uh, by no problem, you know, I mean by maybe a touchdown or more. But, uh, yeah, give me the Colts. Colts are going to go in there and uh, shut down those Titans. I like the Colts because I think less of the Titans, so therefore I pick Colts to win this. There you go. I'm going to go with Tennessee on this one. If oh. they can keep Gardner Minshew out of the end zone, they probably have a better chance of winning. So we see what happens. Well, mm-hmm. the Colts because uh, they can't keep Gardner Minshew out of the end zone because he's just so damn good. The truth. <laughs> the truth. I think we lost the meaning of truth. <laughs> All right. the, the Andy truth. There we go. Andy Ten is like a Jacksonville Five. You know. <laughs> oh. okay. All right, Chargers at Patriots. Uh, Chargers five and a half point favorites on the road. Now, there's one thing with this game: early game, East Coast with a West Coast team going out. I'm going to say the Chargers are going to win this game. But I will say the Patriots will cover just for that reason. And the Chargers play down to the, to the competition. They have not looked good this year, and they still have their same head coach. So with all that being said, Chargers will f- maybe find a way to win, but uh, it'll be closer than five and a half. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the whole rationale is early morning game. They're playing on the road. They love to play like their opponents. This will be a kind of ugly win, but I think they'll win. I'm going to take the Chargers to win and cover this. Uh, my only hope here is that the Chargers can figure it out. Uh, they definitely have the better weapons, better offense. Uh, their defense is okay-ish. Uh, so I'm going to say Chargers win and cover this game. I'm swishing it up. Oh, uh, here we go. 
I'm going Patriots. Oh! Give me the Patriots to win this game. But the Patriots are so high to the top pick. Oh, I know. But Bill Belichick just wants to like, trade down for like 27th pick. Well, apparently Bill Belichick is going to be a Chargers. He's going to be a Chargers. I'm telling you right now. He's going to see what the artwork for this episode is. That's what, like, he wants a higher pick for the Chargers, but at this point, like, draft a quarterback. Bill Belichick wins this game, becomes the Chargers head coach next season. Give me the Patriots. All right. Falcons at Jets. Uh, Falcons uh, three-point favorites on the road. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go, Jets. No. So you're picking the Jets to win? Well, yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Falcons, uh, you know, that Jets defense will keep them somewhat close, but I just think the Falcons, uh, they started using Bijan more the correct way. I'm going to say... Uh, Bijan goes up and uh, wins wins it for the Falcons, and they're going to cover that three points. I like the Falcons. Yeah, I agree. I think Falcons win this pretty easily, so Falcons win, cover the three. Give me the Jets, dude. I'm I'm tired right now. I I think the Jets like legitimately have a shot to actually like make the playoffs by this point. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has faked his Achilles injury all day long. He's coming back. He's already practicing right at this point. Jets going to win this game. Get a little momentum. He's going to break it again. He's not going to be fully healed. Little momentum. It's definitely going to tear again if he plays again this year. Little yeah. momentum. Uh, next game up, we've got the Lions at the Saints. <coughs> Lions are four-point favorites um, on the road. Uh, I don't I don't know why. I'm going to take the Saints in this game. I think that deep Detroit... Detroit is starting to kind of Detroit themselves a bit. They got lucky by beating the Bears, I think, a week before. They uh, got outplayed against the Packers. I think the Saints go in, come into this game, shut down that offense, and I think the Saints can put up some points because that Detroit defense isn't that great. So give me the Saints with the upset win at home. I like the Lions in this game to win a cover because I feel like the Saints are suffering a few injuries that's going to kind of limit them offensive-wise, and um, I think the Lions will... Bounce back in this game. I'm going to take the Lions and win this game, but I think New Orleans has a defense to keep them close. Uh, and if their quarterback, if the car's halfway decent with the weapons that he has, it's going to be a close game. So Detroit wins, but the Saints cover. I'm going to take the Lions. Real fast, hold on. Do you have a ticket for the upset train, Fernando? Um, I can get you one. Oh, fantastic. Then bring me on that ticket for the Lions to lose, baby. The Saints will continue to roll. Who them? Who they? I don't even know anymore. Who dat? Who dat? Yeah. There it is. I don't fucking care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The Lions will lose this game. The Saints will continue to roll. They're going to win that division. Allegedly. Uh, What do we got next? The Steelers hosting the Cardinals, the 2-10 Cardinals. Pittsburgh, five and a half point favorites on this one. It's pronounced Schittsburg. Schittsburg. My mistakes. I'm still learning English. Um, I am going to take the Steelers to win this game. However, five and a half points is too much for me. I'm going to say, I mean, I keep, I've said this the last few weeks. I'm waiting for Kyler Murray to, you know, put out a good, a decent game. I don't think it's going to happen in this game, but I think it's going to be close. And uh, I think the Cardinals will cover that five and a half, but Schittsburg still comes out with the victory. I think the Steelers uh, have opened up like their offensive like third eye, I guess, because they seem to play a little bit better, maybe. So I feel like the Steelers are going to win this game and cover. Third eye? Is that like your dick? Sure. Okay. No. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, go. <laughs> I'm going to take... <laughs> Get this back on track here. <laughs> I'm going to take Arizona to win this game. I think Kyler uh, is actually going to show up for this game, get back into his rushing zone. Again, maybe a TD, maybe two. I'm going to say Arizona wins this game pretty handedly <laughs> by using their third eye. <laughs> their brown eye. I don't, I don't even know what to say, man. I, I have Arizona winning this game. Uh, Pittsburgh is a terrible team. And uh, their third eye is the brown eye, which is a, a loss by that point because he's just shitting out Schittsburg. Wow. <laughs> That's the best I got, dude. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Killing it. We're killing it. Uh, up next, we got the Dolphins at the Cobbies. <laughs> Dolphins, nine and a half point favorites in this game. Um, so I'm definitely taking the Dolphins to win this game. 
But this just has a feeling. I think the commies are going to keep it close, and they will at least cover nine and a half points. So give me the commies to cover nine and a half. Yeah, there's like a home underdog of nine and a half is scary, but I think the Dolphins' offense is really on another level right now. I feel like I'm playing the commies, which just fired everybody right now. It's only Ron Rivera right now left. Give me the Dolphins to cover that nine and a half and win. Oh, River Boat Run. He's the only one left now. River Boat Run. Yeah, I'm going to say Miami's going to run away run away with this game. Uh, I don't think Washington pretty much has a chance here. Uh, so I'm going to say Miami wins and covers the 9.5 pretty handily. Are the Washington football, former Redskin, former Taylor Heineke, commies? Can't use that word. You don't get to say that. I, former. I said former. You don't get to say that. Former. <laughs> okay. Are they under 500? Uh, it would appear so. Yes. Okay. Well, then give me the Dolphins. Run away this game. <laughs> That's it. You're just going off record. hundred uh, percent. The Jets are have a losing record, but you picked the Jets to win. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. I just the Falcons don't have there. such a record against minus 500 teams as the Dolphins. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, up next, we got this is an interesting game. I went back and forth on this. We got the Broncos traveling to Houston, taking on the Texans. Hmm. Texans. Three and a half point favorites in this game. Broncos are on a five game winning streak. I think I'm kind of uh, sold on uh, what's going on in Denver, and I'm going to take the Broncos with the upset road win in this one. I'm going to print off a ticket to the upset train for a second time in these picks. Yeah, give me those Broncos. Let's ride. I think this Broncos five game winning streak ends here. They're playing a good team with the Texans. Give me the Texans to win and cover. I think the Broncos have skated by against teams that have just been caught off guard, and I think the Texans will not be caught off guard and they'll win this game. Yeah, I think I think Denver is on a winning streak right now, but it's got to come to an end sometime. I think they've done enough just to win games, and I don't think that's going to get them to win over Houston. So I got C.J. Stroud taking this to the house. Houston wins three and a half points. Easily. Broncos running straight goes against the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Vikings, and the Browns. All teams with winning records. And you're thinking that the Texans are going to stop them? Yes. Home game. Yeah, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Can I buy another ticket? Absolutely. Hop on the upset train, baby. On the upset train, baby. Let's go. Let's go Broncos to win this game in Houston and just continue to bury the Texans. Let's no. ride. Nope. nope. All right, we got the afternoon game. There's only three of them since we got six teams on a bye this week. Uh, the first one, whoo, the 1-10 Panthers Ooh. traveling down to Tampon Bay. Ooh. They're hot right now. Taking on the 4-7 and seven Buccaneers, Tampa Bay. <laughs> hot seat's cleared. <laughs> Five-point favorites. Now, I almost picked the Panthers to cover this, but I thought about it. Baker played uh, a little shitty last week. I think he's going to come out and play a little better. And uh, Panthers just fired their head coach. I know that worked out for the uh, Vegas Raiders. Uh, however, I think uh, they're going to keep on losing, and Tampa Bay is going to try to stay in that division hunt. Tampa Bay with the win, and they cover those. Five points. I don't know what to say here because I don't know what the Panthers are now with the, their head coach, their offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, whatever. I will pick the Bucks to win and cover because I just don't know what the Panthers are capable of right now. I can tell you what the Panthers are right now. They're trash. Wow. They've been trash all season. They're going to be trash after this game. Panthers doesn't have a chance in this game. Tampa Bay is going to run over them. Five points. Give me ten points. Tampa Bay is going to dominate oh, the Panthers. Yeah. Tampa take. Bay wins and covers. Dollar bet says not ten points. I'll uh, take it. There it is. All right. I'm going to say right now, the Bucks have like a decent schedule coming up. They get the Falcons. They get the Packers. They get the Jags. They get the Saints. They get the Panthers again. This game they're going to overlook. I think. Um, give me the Panthers. Fresh off a head coach firing, which was a weird head coach firing too. Like there's a whole press conference about it. It was, it was weird. I mean, like most people just fire people, and it's like it's kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, when you're one in ten, just... why have a why have a press conference? But anyway, doesn't matter. Panthers are gonna find a way to win this game. Let's go. Keep having. 
Keep pounding. Up next, we have the uh, Browns traveling to uh, Los Angeles, taking on the Rams. Uh, Rams three and a half point favorites in this game. Uh, Rams looked pretty good against those uh, shitty Cardinals last week. Uh, Stafford put up a bunch of points. Um, I think that Rams defense is getting uh, playing better as well. If the Browns had a starting quarterback, who we shouldn't say, I might take the Browns in this game. However, I think the Rams are just going to shut down that Browns offense, and the and the Rams offense will do enough to uh, to win this game. I think Rams win and cover, no problem. Um, we talk about Pittsburgh being a shitty seven and four team. The Rams are or the Browns are kind of up there as well, especially with their quarterback situation. Defense still looking all right, but I just think the Rams are gonna outplay them in every aspect. Give me the Rams winning and covering. I picked the Rams. I picked the Browns to cover mostly because I'm still a little scared of the Browns defense and what they're capable of. So I'll keep it close. But with Joe Flacco possibly starting for the Browns. Yeah, give me the Rams, but I think it'll be close. I think the Rams are a pretty good team, man. I mean, I don't think their record is showing how well of an offense they have. Uh, I think with the Browns not being sure exactly what's going on with their quarterback, I think the Rams' defense would be able to keep up with that. I mean, the Rams, or sorry, the Browns' defense is looking pretty good right now, but I think the Rams offense is going to be able to step over that and win by three and a half pretty easily. So I'm taking the Rams to win this and cover. Who would have thought Cooper Cup would be an afterthought of the Rams offense by this point? Um, I know some of you out there uh, thought I was uh, a fool to think that Kyron Williams was the guy to hold on to. Turns out he was not uh, Kyron Williams is going to have another big game. Uh, Puka Nakua will have another big game. I'm going to say even right now, my hot take, I'll hold on to it. But give me the Rams to win and cover this game. Oh, yeah. That was it. Yep. Final afternoon game. It's uh, probably the game of the – well, the game of the week at least. We'll see what happens. 49ers at the Eagles – um, road team against a 10-1 home team. Niners, three-point favorites in this game. And I get it because uh, I think the Niners have the better overall team. I think they have the best overall team in the NFL. And I think they're going to go into Philly and uh, bring them back down to earth a little bit. Give me the Niners. Um, they're pretty much all healthy. Their defense has gotten better since they made the trades. I mean, the Niners are a scary, scary team. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be close. I will take the Niners to win and then cover those three points. It might be a push. We'll see what happens. I'm not going to go out that far. You know what? I am going to go that far. It's it's going to be a push. I get two points for that, right? You know, yeah. You're yeah. calling a push. I'm calling a push. It's going to be a three-point game. Down here Niners win. Fernando, I'm calling the push. Fernando calls a push. All right. Uh, calls a push for two points. Um, I um, play with... Using my heart, I'm going to pick the Niners to win this game and cover. But uh, I have Jimmy G, the butt, 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 shove guy, I guess. Butt, 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 shove guy. And also a stat boy. Jimmy G, the butt, butt, butt. The Niners offense is number one ranked against his number 17 ranked Eagles defense. The Eagles offense is six against the 49ers eighth ranked defense. All point, all signs point that the 49ers should win this game handily. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is San Francisco better than the Bills? The Bills probably should have won that game last week. It was close. Uh, Bills again. Bills probably should have won it. I think San Francisco on both sides of the ball are better than the Bills. Philly had a tough time against the Bills last week. I think San Francisco comes out and win this game, and covers the three. San Francisco is going to come out in this game, man. Um, they are the better team in the NFC. Uh, Eagles are riding high right now at 10-1. Um, I just don't see them beating the Niners. But I'm going with Fernando on the push on this one. Oh, oh, oh he's doing it too. <laughs> oh, dirty you, know what? you know what? I won't call Dirty Pole on this one. I'm going to say the Niners cover. Not Niners don't cover. I'm going to say the Niners win, don't cover. Let's go. No push. All right. Okay. All right. But wait. Like, come on. Give me. Give me the push. I'm, I'm in last place in these picks. I, I need. Uh, I need to make up a little bit of ground. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Sunday night football. We got a rematch of Super Bowl one. Chiefs at Packers. The uh, Chiefs 
Six, uh, six point favorites of this one. Packers have won three of their last four. I think that only loss was against the uh, Denver Broncos. Just throwing that out there. Uh, but the Chiefs, um, you know, they just know how to get it done. Their defense really has been carrying this team uh, most of the year with the lack of receivers that Mahomes has to throw to. I think if the Chiefs can just keep running the ball like they did last week, and um, you know, Mahomes can go out and find Kelsey, but they seem defenses seem to be covering Kelsey a little tougher. Uh, down the stretch here, but uh, I'm going to say the Chiefs win, but I'm going to take the Packers to cover those six points. Six points seems a little high for a home game in Lambeau. Chiefs win, Packers cover. Blow, pack, blow. Is this why this game is on Sunday Night Football, because a rematch of Super Bowl one? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's the Chiefs and Packers. Yeah. Mahomes versus the um, Packers. I like the Chiefs to win and cover that six points. I think, yeah, I, I feel like the, the Chiefs are not going to not going to, like, take the Packers for granted playing out on the row. It should be pretty revved up for this game. The bright lights of Sunday night. Give me the Chiefs to win and cover. I think if Love has been more consistent, I would take the Green Bay to cover this. But I think Love's been a hit or miss, right? Like, he hasn't – he has games where he's been throwing for three TDs, and he has games where, like, he barely gets a TD in the game. So Can I throw a quick side thing with just with that, just with, like, Love and, like, how he looks and everything? Shoot. Like, they pretty much compared his first, like, X amount of starts versus Aaron Rodgers' first X amount of starts, and they are identical. It's like he's finding, like, I hate that because I don't want this to be a new, you know, 15 years of the same quarterback success for the Green Bay. But I'm just saying, he might be finding his way, which I feel dirty saying. Which is fair enough, and maybe it carries over into next year, but I still think for this year he's inconsistent. So maybe he can pick something up in the offseason to where, like, he gets him to that level. But I think right now he's just not there. Uh, there is a possibility he could come out, though, for three D- TDs, maybe. But he hasn't proven it to me yet. So I got Kansas City comes out and win this game and covers the six. Travis, that's uh, on you. Daddy. You need the Packers to win this game. Oh, <laughs> how dare you. This is Jimmy G, oh. the butt, butt, butt yeah, boy the choking, butt, butt, butt over, choking over here. <laughs> over this that. pick right here. <laughs> I'm shocked. The Packers to win this game. I think that I'm Jordan shocked. Love is finding his stride right now, and they're they're pushing, man, for a playoff. Give me the Packers to win this game. Gross. Wow. Go, Pack, go. You said it wrong. I think you spent. Yeah. You said it wrong. All right, final game of the week, Monday Night Football. We have the Bengals at the Jaguars. Um, I heard from a certain Jaguars fan that this is the first Monday Night Football game for Jacksonville in 22 years? 22 years. Yowza. Wait, wait, you know a second Jaguars fan? Um, I do not. I absolutely do not. Uh, yeah, with no Joe Burrow, um, Jacksonville, I think, is going to steamroll the Bengals. They are eight-point favorites in this one, I think. They win by at least two touchdowns. Uh, give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. No problem at all. It's a home game, the first Monday night football game in a while. Yeah, I feel like the Jaguars are going to win this game handily and cover that eight points. Uh, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, the Jaguars will win this game. Uh, but they're just not the team that covers, man. They're just not the team that does that. Um, I mean, Doug Peterson is, I think, like 6-3 and three against the spread this year, so it's a little hard. I kind of want to go against the spread. Uh, so let's go against the spread. Uh, we'll say the Jaguars do not cover the eight points, but they do win the game. Jacksonville Jaguars, first Monday night appearance in 22 years. And what a shame it's going to be when they lose to the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday. I think Cincinnati's going to figure out their running game. And Jamar Chase is always open. So it doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. Cincinnati's going to win this game. Hold my drink while I go smack Chris. <laughs> wow. 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 Bango. All right. Give it up for Chris Walters, everybody. <laughs> All right, so uh, should we jump into the hot takes? All right, here we go with the hot takes. Um, 
We have some Don Ramon red sauce, and we mixed in a little bit of Mikey V's garlic scorpion hot sauce. So we, you guys just missed it. We took a little pause there, and Travis shook up the bottle and opened it up. And uh, the scorpion, garlic scorpion, pretty much jizzed all over Travis. He got the jazz. <laughs> he got, got the jazz. jazz. It was a jazz. lot of jazz all over the hoodie. So, so much jazz. So much jazz. <laughs> so much jazz. So here we go. Cheers, fellas. Here are the hot takes, oh, our week 13 hot God. takes. Tra Travis, a hot take Ooh. MVP, no matter what his pick is. Ah! All right. Here we go. My hot take. I'm going to say there are three defensive touchdowns in week 13. From the Thursday night game all the way to the Monday night game, we will see three defensive touchdowns. we got all these rookie quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks, all of this. Defenses are playing a lot better. Scores are down. Give me three, at least three defensive, not special teams, defensive touchdowns. Let's go. It's like a return, three return touchdowns you're calling already. Um, I'm going to say Jared Goff bounces back and throws three touchdown passes this week. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, Mike Evans getting at least two touchdowns with 100-plus yards this week against the Panthers. I'm going two hot takes. I'm going to go Tyler Higby does get another touchdown this week. But I'm going Jordan Love gets three touchdowns this week. Go, Pack, go. Oh, gross. And that's going to do it this week for Double Doinks and Zackles. Thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. Signing off, my name is Fernando. My name is Chris, and remember, hashtag fund us to Toronto. Jimmy G, the bu-bu-bu-bu-bu-bu-chuff guy. The bu-bu-bu-bu-bu-chuff guy. My name is Travis, and uh, yeah, hashtag fund us to Toronto. <laughs> we'll bring Papa with us if we have to. We'll find a random old man. But fund us, Toronto. We'll, we'll put a link up pretty soon. We're going to go fund me on it. Uh, sure, but we'll thank right you for that. listening. Enjoy week 13 of football. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>